You're listening to The Leadership Pod, episode 19, The Psychology of How First Impressions Are Formed. Welcome to The Leadership Pod, the go-to podcast for ambitious emerging leaders. I'm Kara Ronan, leadership expert and your guide to help you build your brand, visibility and influence so you can unlock your leadership potential. Enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in again to the Leadership Pod. Today's episode is a very exciting one. I'm going to be talking all about the psychology of how first impressions are formed. But before we get into the content for this episode, I have three exciting updates uh, I need to share with you. So the first update is this month on the Leadership Pod, on the podcast, we have reached over 1,000 downloads all time, which is amazing. I remember when I first started this podcast, my fear was that I would launch the podcast, I would launch the first episode, the second episode, and on my downloads, the number of downloads that I can see on the uh, platform that I that I use for the podcast, I was fearful that I would see zero, zero, you know, week after week, week after week. And I'm so happy that that has never happened. From the moment I launched the very first episode of the Leadership Pod, I have had downloads, you know, that was small to start with. And now they are much bigger. Now I'm averaging around 80 downloads per episode and we've reached 1000 downloads all time, which is fantastic. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for downloading this podcast. If you are new to the Leadership Pod, then welcome. I hope you love this episode and I hope you continue to listen to the future episodes I'm going to be sharing with you. Uh, if you have been here before and if you're a regular listener of this new podcast, The Leadership Pod, then thank you very much for being a regular listener and a loyal listener to The Leadership Pod. That is the first update I need to share with you. Now, the second update, which is very exciting as well. This month, this morning, actually, this morning, I opened my computer, I opened my uh, emails, and I discovered that I reached 10,000 students on the Udemy platform. That is so amazing. Uh, 10,000 people all around the world have taken my video courses. I am so happy, and I know that all of my students are learning valuable content to improve their soft skills, to improve their communication skills, to improve their business etiquette skills, uh, to help them build their social skills in business, and it's really having a huge impact on them personally and also on their careers as well. If you aren't a student of my video course, I know a lot of people actually from this podcast who listen to this podcast have uh, enrolled in my video courses. So thank you very much for doing that. I hope you have enjoyed the course that you've chosen to enroll in. Uh, If you're not a student, then definitely check out my courses because if you do like the content that I share on this podcast, then you will absolutely love the content that I share in the video courses. It is much more dedicated to your learning. They're actually designed so you can learn uh, throughout a number of hours, two, three hours, 
uh, over the videos that you watch through the courses. One of the courses I have had over 7,000 students enroll in, the other one I have passed 1,500 students. Uh, so they are very popular courses and both of those are best-selling courses on the Udemy platform. So definitely check out those courses if you haven't already. I'll put a link in the show notes to my video courses and you can also find them on my website. So if you go to www.executive-impressions.com, at the top you will see a tab called video courses and if you click on that then you will be able to see all of the courses that I have. Okay, update two is done. Now update three, this is, this is a quick update. Now exciting one as well. So yesterday I discovered that LinkedIn Stories has launched. Uh, this week in Australia. So it's not yet available in other countries. It's available in Australia, in Switzerland, and one other country. I can't remember what that one is, but it's arrived in Australia. So this afternoon, I'm planning on recording my very first LinkedIn story. If you do follow me on LinkedIn, then you'll know I share a lot of video content anyway on LinkedIn, but this is pre-recorded video content that I share with you. LinkedIn Stories, what that's going to enable me and you to do is to record on time, real real time content and videos that you can share with your followers, with your connections on LinkedIn. So it's going to take a while for me to play around and work out how exactly I'm going to use it, what exactly I'm going to share with you. But this afternoon, I have an idea and I'm going to be sharing my very first LinkedIn story on uh, LinkedIn. By the time you listen to this episode, it would have already been published and gone. But I hope you do get a chance to look at it and I hope you get a chance to look at the future LinkedIn stories that I do create. Okay, so there are the three updates that I needed to share with you before we start today's episode. So we will be, or I will be short for time recording this episode. So the reason is because there is so much content in this one episode. I didn't split it up like I did previously with the body language episodes. I decided to keep it as one episode, but there is a lot, a lot of content that I want to share with you. Uh, I will just get straight to it, I think. So today's episode is all about the psychology of first impressions and how they are formed. So I I know that you know first impressions are important. I mean, you've probably come across countless articles online, uh, even in printed newspapers or publications telling you that first impressions are important and that how you should make a first impression. If you do a Google search of how to make a great first impression, I did this before uh, in preparing for this podcast episode. If you Google how to make a great first impression, you'll find about 425 million search results. So there is a ton of content out there on how to make a good first impression. The reason is a lot of people want to know how to do it. Okay, so you know first impressions are important, but do you know why they're important? Do you know the psychological process that people go through when they are making a first impression of you? If you know this, you can control your first impression, the first impression that you give, and you can get people to think exactly what you want You can get them to form the exact first impression that you want them to form about you. That is the power of knowing the psychology of first impressions and how they're formed. So when I first started my business, Executive Impressions, I really wanted to dig deep 
into first impressions. It was one of the first topics that I focused on for my blog posts uh, and for the content that I produced at that time. I wanted to understand the psychological process we go through when we meet people. I've always been fascinated with psychology. Perhaps it's something I should have studied at university, I'm not sure. But anyway, I wanted to learn about it so I could improve my first impression being a new business owner and so I could help my clients with that too because that was an area I was delving into. I knew that first impressions were important and I know that they are critical in leadership but at that time I just didn't understand why. So I did some research and that research is what I'm going to share with you in today's episode. So this episode combines research, it combines studies, it combines some practical tips and advice for you so you can go on, move forward and create a good positive first impression in business as a leader. So we're going to talk about how long does it take to form a first impression. We're going to talk about the three stages of first impressions, the psychological process that people go through when they form a first impression of you. Then we're going to move on to why they are important in business and in leadership. So I already have a number of resources available on first impressions that you can head over to and read and watch and look at. So the first one is a blog post. I wrote this back in 2015. So I started my business in 2012, 13, around that time. Uh, So 2015, I wrote this blog post called How to Not Waste the First Seven Seconds of First Impression. Okay, it's a very popular blog post. I've had thousands of reads and views of it. So I'll link to that in the show notes as well. You might want to check that out after listening to this episode. I also have a YouTube video on first impressions. So very much related to that blog post uh, topic. That video has over three and a half thousand views, which is pretty high. It's an old video. It's one of the very first videos I filmed. So the style of filming, my my presence on camera is very different to what it is today because I've had a lot more practice now. But the main points that I talk about in that video are still very valid. So you might want to check that out too. I will link to it in the show notes as well. Okay, so so I want to start this episode by sharing a situation with you so you can, you know, get a feel for first impressions and trigger your memory as to what it's like to form a first impression of somebody. So imagine this situation. You're walking down the street. You see somebody walking toward you from the opposite direction. You notice that person's clothes. That person is wearing an expensive looking suit. They're impeccably groomed. They take large strides and they walk fast. And you think to yourself, well, this person must have an important job. They're probably a powerful person in business. And you can imagine them being the leader of a large company, having a university degree or master's degree, and living in a big house. So you have imagined all of this about that person walking down the street. You've imagined that without that person saying a word. And you have probably formed these opinions or these judgments of this person in a matter of seconds. Now, I know this is a situation that all of you have been in. I mean, how many times do we walk down the street and we see people approaching us all the time? So it's definitely something that you can relate to. But you probably never imagined that first impressions can be formed before you have even said a word. 
There was a study done with 2,000 Americans about first impressions, and they found that seven in 10 Americans, so that's 69% of Americans, form a first impression of somebody before they even speak. Now, I would say the results of this study are. Applicable in other countries as well, not just America. But we are pretty quick to judge other people, which means that other people are very, very quick in judging you too. So you want to make sure that the first impression you make is a good first impression. Now, how long does it take to form a first impression? So I mentioned that it happens, it can happen before you've even said a word. That is very true. There have been a number of studies done on how long it takes to form a first impression. Professors at Princeton University found that people make first impressions in one tenth of a second. That is 100 milliseconds. That is instant. That is so quick. Other studies have found that first impressions are formed in 30 seconds or seven seconds. Okay, whichever study you look at, whether it's 30 seconds, 10 seconds, or one tenth of a second, what's sure is that first impressions are fast and they do happen even before you speak. Now, in those seven seconds, what exactly happens? What do people look at? What opinions or judgments are they forming about you? This is important information that you need to know because when you know this, You can better control the first impression that you give, and you can guide people to form the first impression that you want. Okay, so this is all about the psychology of first impressions, and that's why it is the main part of this、uh, podcast episode and why I'm going to share this with you. So, the psychology of first impressions it happens in three stages. I'm going to talk about each of those three stages now. So, stage one, what happens? Is people take in initial information about you? So when they see you walk down the street, like the example I shared before, or when people see you walk into a room, if you are entering a room to attend a meeting or a presentation, okay, they are going to draw information, the clues that you give them, so they can form an opinion about you. Now you might think that this is shallow; that people are just going to look at you and form an opinion about you and make judgments about you. You might think that's shallow, but as humans, we are wired to size people up. We're wired to work out what tribe they're from, if we should treat them as a friend or a foe, if we should trigger a fight or flight response. You know, how should we interact with them? This started during caveman times, and it does continue on today. Basically, what is happening at this stage, where people take in initial information about you, what is happening is they're performing a risk management of you. They're working out whether they should fight or whether they should fly, whether you're a friend or a foe. They're working out all of those things about you in those few seconds. Okay, and this all happens subconsciously. People don't have control of, over this. It's instilled in us from caveman times. So all of this happens subconsciously. There was a study done by professors at NYU, and they found that within the first seven seconds of meeting somebody, our brains make eleven rapid-fire decisions about that person. So this has become known as the Seven Eleven Rule of First Impressions. Personally, I don't really like that name. It cheapens it, Seven Eleven Rule, but that is what a lot of people now refer to it as. So seven seconds, 
people make 11 major decisions about you. I will link to this study in the show notes so you can read a bit more about it. But briefly, what people are evaluating, what the 11 decisions they're making about you are your level of wealth, your level of education, your level of perceived credibility, competence and honesty, level of trustworthiness, level of sophistication, level of success, political background, religious background, ethnic background, sexual orientation, social and professional desirability. So these are the 11 judgments that people are making about you within those seven seconds. That's what this research found. Now that is a lot of judgments. It's a lot of decisions that people are making about you. Is this starting to make you feel a little bit more nervous about your first impressions? Well, don't be nervous because the rest of what you're going to learn in this podcast episode hopefully will put your mind at ease and help you understand that you do have control over this process. So let's go back to the judgments. Now, what do they look at to form those judgments? So within the seven seconds, what could they possibly look at to form such deep judgments about you? So there are some important things here. The first thing that they look at is your appearance. This is the very first thing that people notice about you when they see you for the first time. It's the very first thing people will notice about you when they see you walking down the street, usually because it's something they can see from so far away. So they're looking at your appearance, mostly your outfit here. So your outfit really is a modern form of tribal wear, you know, from caveman times. It is what we see first and is what we give a lot of importance to. There was some research conducted in Texas and the researchers, they organized that a 31-year-old man, he violated the law by crossing the street against the traffic light. So jaywalking virtually. And they asked him to do this on a number of occasions. In half of the occasions, he was dressed in a pressed business suit. He had a tie on. On the other half of the occasions, he wore a work shirt and trousers. And the researchers watched him from a distance and they counted the number of pedestrians who waited at the corner with him. They counted the number of people who followed him across the street when he was jaywalking, you know, against the red light. And what that man, when that man was wearing a suit, three and a half times as many people followed him across the street. Okay, why? Because this man's outfit choice, his appearance, it impacted people's decision to follow him across the street or not. Basically, the first impression that he gave them made them feel safe to follow him. So, Appearance is incredibly important. And in this case, he was wearing a suit, which increased his level of credibility. Uh, It helped people feel safe and people assumed that he knew what he was doing. Okay, so they followed him across the street. Whereas when he had his work clothes on, people questioned it. Now, a lot of people, you listening, may think that judging a person by what they are wearing is shallow. I I get it. To some extent, it is. But like I mentioned before, it is wired in us. We all do it. It's just part of our natural human conditioning, much like judging a book by its cover, you know. So appearance is the first thing people look at. The next thing they look at is your body language and your overall demeanor. So are you using expansive body language? Do you project confidence and power? Are you using restrictive body language, which 
projects lack of confidence or lack of power, lack of self-confidence. You know, are you smiling? Are you using relaxed body language? In episode 15 and 16 of the Leadership Pod, I talked a lot about body language, about the science of confident body language, and also how to look confident in the office. So you might want to head over to those two episodes after you've listened to this one and find out more about body language that can make you look confident. I also have two YouTube videos on confident body language and body language mistakes, which I will link to in the show notes for you. But basically, people will be reading your body language to determine whether you are friend or foe, whether they should follow you or not. And then if you've had a chance to speak within those seven seconds, the person you are meeting will be evaluating you on what you say, how you say it, and how you respond. So at that point, that's where your voice becomes important. Not only the words that you use, but also the tone of voice you use, your articulation, the speed, your sentence structure, and your vocabulary. All of that becomes important and helps that person form their first impression of you or continue to form their first impression of you. Because as I said, it does start and it does happen before you've even spoken. So that is stage one of first impressions where people collect information about you. Now, stage two is where they make assumptions about your life. So they take that information they've collected about you, then they process that and then make assumptions about your life. And the 11 judgments that people will make about you, remember the 11 judgments I spoke about before? Well, that's the kind of, kind of decisions people will be making about you. So they'll be making decisions about what you're like, how they expect you to behave in the future. And the scenario I shared with you earlier in the episode, you know, what assumptions did you make about that person you saw walking down the street based on their clothing? You imagined that they had a high level of education. You imagined they were in charge of a team. You imagined they lived in a big house. That may or may not have been true, but these were the assumptions that you made based on the clues or the information you read from that person. So what are assumptions people are making about you? What assumptions do you want people to make about you? Are they aligned? Are those two things aligned? This leads us to stage three of first impressions, and that is where people form a first impression filter. Now, this is a really important part for you to understand. You've heard people say you never get a second chance to make a first impression. Well, stage three is the reason why. So people are going to form a first impression filter about you. They collect information about you in stage one. They make judgments about you in stage two. Stage three, they form that filter. And everything you do or say from that moment will be judged through that first impression filter. That person will look for information that is consistent with their first impression to the extent that they will not look for information and they will even ignore information or behavior that doesn't fit in with their first impression of you. So I'm going to repeat that for you. So when people have their first impression filter, they will look for information that is consistent with their first impression and they will not look for information and they will even ignore information or behavior that doesn't fit in with their first impression of you. 
Okay, that is why first impressions are so hard to change because once they're formed, we typically don't go looking for evidence to change that initial conclusion that we've made about that person. What we look for is validation of our initial opinion. So if your initial impression is a negative one, people will be looking for information through their future interactions with you to validate that negative first impression. Whereas if your initial impression is a positive one, people will be looking for information through their future interactions with you to validate that positive first impression about you. Okay, this is why first impressions are very difficult to change and why a lot of people say you never get a second chance to make a good first impression. There are a couple of errors in the filtering process, human errors in the filtering process. So the first one is that people will assume the tiny percentage of you that they have seen reflects 100% of your personality. So this is based on psychological research that shows people will weigh initial information much more heavily than later information when they evaluate people. But this leads me to ask, well, what if you're having a bad day? What if you just got a phone call saying that your mother is sick or saying that you lost your job and then you met somebody for the first time and gave that person a first impression based on how you were feeling at that time. You may have been upset. You may have been sad, nervous or scared. You know, that is the first impression you're going to give that person. And knowing that they're going to think that it reflects 100% of your personality can be a dangerous thing because in reality, it doesn't reflect the real you. You just happen to have been having a bad day, a bad moment in time when they met you for the first time. Yet, they are going to take that impression of you and they're going to think that you are like that all the time. So that's one of the errors in the filtering process for first impressions. The second error is that people will assume one positive trait also has a cluster of other positive traits. Now this is called the halo effect. You might think that somebody who is upbeat and and happy and bright is also smart, likable and successful when you have never ever seen evidence of this. So it's one of the errors, you know, people assume that this tiny sample of what you give them during a first impression is an accurate representation of all of you and that you have all of these other positive traits as well. It's because of these errors that you don't get a second chance to form a first impression. Okay. In reality, it is possible to turn around a bad first impression, but it will take more work to change that person's initial judgments about you. So it takes time and it takes a lot of work to eventually change their first impression of you. So they can see you through a different filter and they can see you through the positive first impression glasses. Now, the thing about first impressions is that you have total control over it. So you can decide how you want other people to perceive you. So if you understand that others will assume that the tiny percentage of you that they see reflects 100% of your personality, then you can be careful about what information you present to them. So you can adapt your appearance. You can adapt your body language. You can adapt your communication to help other people form the first impression you want them to form about you. Okay, so you do have total control over it. 
Now, what is a good first impression? Well, you know, a good first impression, that's one that reflects the real you. If you are presenting the best version of yourself, if it's the person you want to share, yourself that you want to share, if you're making the impression that is right for you, then that is a good first impression. One of the areas I help my clients with is to identify gaps between how they think they come across and how they actually come across to other people, how people perceive them, so that they can make changes when they want to, because they may not be coming across the way they think they are coming across. It helps them to be seen as a leader that they want to be. This is especially important for people who are moving up to a leadership position or aim to move up to a leadership position. A lot of the time, people want to appear confident, friendly, trustworthy, competent, approachable, intelligent, knowledgeable. These are the main traits or characteristics they want other people in their company or in their industry to see about them, to notice about them. Uh, And they don't always show it. So sometimes it takes a bit of work on their appearance, on their body language and communication to uncover those nuggets of of wisdom and the good first impression that they want to make and to convey that to the other person. So in episode three of the Leadership Pod, I talk about how to start building a strong leadership brand in 2020. And in that episode, I talk about an activity that will help you define how you want other people to perceive you. So that's really a very small activity, a small part of what I do with my coaching clients. But if you want to start working on that, on how people perceive you and to kind of fill in that gap, then listen to that episode three of the Leadership Pod. I'll link to it in the show notes uh, so you can learn more. Well, I hope that with this knowledge about first impressions that you can start to think about the first impression that you want to convey as a leader and the fact that you have a lot more understanding on how first impressions work, the psychology behind first impressions, the process people go through when they are meeting you for the first time. I hope with the information, it will help you Think more about your first impressions and think about whether the first impression you are currently giving people is the one that you want, okay? And will that lead you to the career progression or your next leadership role that you are looking at, that you're aiming for? So you've learned that first impressions, the first seven seconds of first impressions are important, okay? So seven seconds. You know in those seven seconds, 11 judgments will be made, Okay, 11 judgments, that's a lot. Now, what will people be looking at in those seven seconds? Think about that, your appearance, your body language, your communication. And then you know that they will form a filter based on the information you've given them for the first impression. So I hope that with this knowledge of first impressions, it allows you to create the first impression that you want, but there's also another positive to this. I'm hoping that it will also help you to judge people more fairly. Because quite often in business, you've probably experienced this yourself if you are a leader of a team and you have a, imagine you have a new person entering your team, they're going to be nervous. They're going to be uncomfortable when they meet somebody for the first time. They're going to feel intimidated, okay? And this discomfort that they are feeling will show up in their behavior. And it isn't necessarily typical of their normal behavior. It doesn't mean that they are like that all the time, but just in that moment, 
they're uncomfortable, they're nervous, they're stressed because it's a new situation and a new team. So I hope that with this information of knowing how first impressions are formed, it's going to help you to be forgiving to other people in your team, people you hire, people you interview, uh, and even with, with clients, okay? So I hope that this information is going to help, help you both sides to form the first impression you want and also to be forgiving of others when you meet them for the first time. Well, that is all from me for this episode. It was a long one. We are over 30 minutes on this episode. I hope you enjoyed the content that I shared with you. Now, definitely head over to my YouTube channel because I will be releasing a video on first impressions, uh, continuing on from this podcast episode. It's going to be about how to make a good first impression and then another one later on about first impression mistakes. So if you want to be notified about those YouTube videos, then make sure you subscribe to the channel and hit the notification bell so you know when I release those videos. So definitely head over to YouTube and connect with me on LinkedIn as well. Tell me you are a listener of this podcast. I would love to connect with you. And I do release more videos and more content. And there will be some content around first impressions as well. So if you want to get involved with that and see that content, then connect with me on LinkedIn or follow me. Well, until then, don't forget to share this podcast with your colleagues and your friends on social media. Remember, it can help them too. I hope you have an amazing week and I will talk to you again very soon. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Leadership Pod. Thank you so much for listening. If you did find some useful tips in this episode, then please leave your review on iTunes or on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to share this episode with your colleagues. Remember, they might benefit from these insights too. And I would love to hear from you via my website or social media. You can leave a note at executive-impressions.com or find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. The links are on my website. Take care and thanks again for listening.